He's the great Justin Ferguson of the Auburn Observer. Two weeks in a row we've got Ferg on the program. This is starting to feel more like normal, isn't it, buddy? Oh, it's not your fault if I'm not on. <laughs> I'm not the one who books the show. It typically is. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. Here we are. Fall camp is uh, happening, and uh, you've been able to see tons of practice this week and uh, a lot of interviews conducted, press conference settings, and that sort of thing. Let's start practice one on Friday. Seemed like the head football coach had a little bit of fun, Ferg, and uh, was tossing out T-shirts. Tell our listeners the story if they haven't heard this. Yeah, if you remember Hatgate last year where Brian Harson did the despicable evil of handing out, out hats to media members, um, he decided to have a callback to it. It was funny. It was the one-year anniversary of that incident. And I say incident very tongue-in-cheek. Um, and we he gave out T-shirts. I basically said to the effect of, like, hey, I went to Auburn football practice, and the only thing I got was this T-shirt, um, which – you know, he got it was his idea. He got Dana Marquez, the great uh, equipment manager for Auburn, to uh, make up those shirts and uh, handed them out to anybody who was at practice uh, covering it. And then a few of us wore them on Saturday uh, morning for the second practice. So it's it's, it's good. It's a nice shirt, by the way. It's a real real comfortable quality. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And I like that you guys got together and decided, you know what, we need to wear this. We got to yep. show our appreciation. That's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's it's. it's it was pretty funny. Um, I like, you know, Harson's got a pretty good sense of humor uh, when he shows it. So I, I, it's pretty, it's been, between that and Tank Bigsby um, wearing the Def Leppard shirt without knowing Def Leppard uh, <laughs> is in the like top moments of camp so far for me. Did Harson acknowledge in any way the shirt being handed out, or was it just like, I don't need to say anything. You guys know what's up. No, so he so he came over and he said, hey, we don't have hats for you this year, but Dana's got something. And then we turned around and it was shirts. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it was definitely all him. That's awesome. Uh, also, uh, you know, we've, we've been able to talk about this quarterback battle a good bit, and now we've been able to see the quarterbacks in action at practice. Everybody's healthy. I know they're splitting it up with uh, some newcomer practices and that sort of thing, which is where you're seeing Robbie Ashford and Holden Gurner. But let's talk QBs, Ferg. Anything stand out from these first few days? Well, I mean, today's practice was back to a full squad again. It was okay. really interesting. This is I wrote about this in The Observer. You can check it out. Uh, you know, on the website. The most important thing you have to say about this is like, look, we're getting a ton of access, right? We're getting, my, this is more practice access than I've ever gotten during my time at Auburn. Um, and it, but it's about a half hour of a two hour practice. So what we see and what we report and what we're able to video and all that, it's a chunk. It's a good chunk, but it's just a chunk. So case in point, today we're watching practice. Quarterbacks are working with wide receivers. And really, it was rough. You know, T.J. Finley had some good throws, and he was the most consistent. Robbie Ashford and Zach Alzada, frankly, struggled with their accuracy. Auburn had a ton of drops from their receivers as well. It did not look good in the passing game. You can tell Harson was getting frustrated at it. We get done with practice. We talk to Brian Harson after practice, and he goes, you know what, I think today was our most consistent day yet from our quarterback. So they made some really good plays and really good throws. Keep in mind, that's the thing. It's like we only get to see a chunk of this. So when, you know, I think all the quarterbacks for Auburn have had highs and lows. You know, Robbie Ashford watched him today when we were out there, didn't didn't really have it. But Sunday, he was a, he was a top uh, performer, a top offensive player at practice that day, won the award for, for player of the day on offense. Um, Brian, Brian Harson raving about how he's gotten to be a better decision maker uh, in this offense. 
Zach Calzada has made some beautiful throws and had some really good uh, performances in camp. T.J. Finley is really handling himself like a leader and like a guy who's going to stay as the number one quarterback, uh, you know, in his mind. So it's all good. There's all some good things and there's some there's some not so good things you got to build from. That's camp. That's college football players. That's you know you're, we're a few days into it. They got to get consistent, and I think the guy who becomes more consistent and the one that you know the offense looks best with is going to end up winning this job but it's still early right you know they have a big scrimmage saturday night in jordan Hare. i think you can see some separation maybe starting to develop after that but like they're not in this just gigantic rush to know who the starter is because they still got plenty of time uh and i think all these quarterbacks have done enough to show that they deserve to be in the battle uh, but none of them have just said hey you know separated themselves in the pack and like this is clearly their job i think it's still very even Justin Ferguson is our guest. Again, make sure you check out the Auburn Observer and follow him on Twitter, at JFergusonAU. I want to talk about some of the players that you've gotten a chance to chat with, and you mentioned one of them a moment ago. To be honest, Ferg, I have struggled in life to find many ways in which I am similar to Tank Bigsby, uh, but not knowing a Def Leppard song would probably be one of those very, very, very few things in which we're similar. I know that does not surprise you one bit, though. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I, I don't blame you, really. You know, I think some people be like, ah, I mean, not, like, you've probably heard some songs that are Def Leppard songs. Oh, yeah. You don't know that they're Def Leppard songs, right? You're like, I mean, they were famous way before you were born, and they were famous for way, way before I was born. Like, you know, Tank Bigsby's the same way. Like, there's no, really. I, mean, he just, <laughs> I think he just liked the t-shirt. Right. And, you know. It was a sick t-shirt. Wearing, wearing t-shirts of bands and, and artists that they don't know, that's been going on since the dawn of time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think... I think it's uh, we can give him a pass there on that one. No kidding. Well, with that being said, uh, let's talk about some of the other players that you've heard from. What's been something cool that uh, has been discussed or, or that you've heard in conversation with some of these Auburn football players? I mean, today, listening to Donovan Kaufman was great. Uh, Kaufman is he's got a really good personality. Uh, he's fun to talk to. We haven't had a ton of time to, to talk with him, but he was he was talking about just you know he's like it's weird. Last year I was this new guy and I had to step up and felt like he was kind of behind. And and this year he's a leader. Like he is one of the top safeties. They're looking at him as a veteran presence. And so he he was talking about making that switch has been really interesting. And but, you know somebody asked me felt like he needed to kind of prove himself to some new coaches and a, you know new new defensive coordinator this year. And he said, look. I'm a 5'9 defensive back playing in the SEC. I'm constantly trying to prove myself to other people. So it's just really good insight from him. He's a, he's a great great guy to talk to. Uh, Luke Deal was also up today. I okay. tell you, everybody needs to have a friend like Luke Deal. The man will make you sound like an all-pro no matter who he's talking about. He really hyping up a lot of his teammates, um, You know, giving, giving a ton of praise to a lot of different guys. And it's just you know, really cool to hear. You know, a guy that, you know, is, is very kind of team first. And, uh, you know, great hype man. Great hype man for all of those guys on the team. Uh, Kobe Wooden was, was one of the guys we talked to earlier in camp. He's great every single time uh, we hear from him. So it's, it's been good. It's been a lot of good uh, interviews. And we'll have more throughout the week. I mean, these next two days are, are assistant coach days. So we get all the position coaches on offense uh, tomorrow. And then we get defense on Thursday. So it's going to be a lot of people to talk to and a lot of inside to be gain from all this access we're getting as you talked about Ferg, I, I know it's a good bit of a good chunk of time but like when we when you have a quarterback battle like this like is it hard to like 
stop yourself for a moment and be like, you know what? There's other positions on this team, and I'm going to look at those too while, while you're out here. Or is it just so tempting because I know they did uh, a lot of different stuff? And as you've seen, the as you said, the access is is ramped up this year. I, like I, I imagine, like do you have to like set goals and like say, okay, today I'm looking at this, this, and this. Tomorrow I'm going to look at this, this, and this. Yeah, I tried to. I mean, today I didn't plan going in like saying, like you know what, I'm going to talk. Just to, you know, I'm going to watch just the quarterback say. But the quarterbacks were with the running backs, or were with the wide receivers, or were with the tight ends. So you got to see all of those with it. But Brian Harson was with the quarterbacks the entire time we were out there. I knew we were talking to Brian later in the day, so that was something that I wanted to do. I was like, okay, well, let's just follow what Harson's doing. He was with the quarterbacks. Tomorrow when we have practice, I'll probably look more on the defense. I'll probably look more on the offensive line. Uh, but today was a good day to kind of just keep track of the quarterbacks because uh, they were doing a ton and. Uh, it was a lot of focus on it, um, you know, from what from what we saw, and then obviously what we heard from Harson and, and the guys afterwards. Uh, Justin, you mentioned it there that you're going to take a look at the offensive line. I, I want to get what what you've been hearing about the offensive line so far through this first few practices before you see them firsthand tomorrow. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've, I've watched them a little bit, and it's just kind of like you know, I, I really. It sounds like a cop-out, but I, like, really don't know how much we're going to learn about the offensive line here in camp. You know, I think it's one of the things like when you have so many guys coming back and we've seen them play before um, and we've seen them play together before, it's like, okay, well, how much better can they actually be? You know, how much more are we going to actually learn until they start playing guys that aren't, you know, their teammates, right, when they get out of practice for them. So it's interesting. I think the couple of things about the offensive line that – that are fascinating right now in camp is Cam Stutz, a guy that really has a good chance to be a, a starter. I mean, he's in the mix with the first team at guard. That's really interesting. Uh, is Brandon Council back to 100%? Is the other one for me because like when Council's healthy, Auburn's offensive line is better. That's been the case the last two seasons. When he's been hurt, there's been a big difference in, in the play of Auburn's offensive line. So those are kind of the two things you, you have to watch uh, for. You know, hearing good things about Killian Zire. You know, kind of trying to lock down that left tackle spot. There's been some mixing and matching, but today Brian Harson said, you know what, they're not trying to rotate as much, not trying to move guys around quite as much at this point. And more of like, hey, we just need to find what our best five is and lock them in at that point. So, uh, you know, like I said, I don't know how much you're going to learn about Auburn's offensive line at fall camp because there's a lot of familiar faces and, you know, a lot of like, you know, we hear hype about the offensive line every year. Oh, they're going to be better this year. They're going to be better this year. I think no Auburn fan out there wants to hear that <laughs> as much as they just want to actually see it. And honestly, so week three when they play in Penn State, you might not get a good measurement of that. So, you know, not trying to cop out, not trying to like say like you can't really learn anything from the offensive line, but there is a kind of a tendency where it's like, all right, whatever you do get in fall camp, it's different than these other positions that have a lot of new guys or new faces that are getting, getting to contribute. This offensive line is going to be fairly similar to what we saw last season. They just got to play better. And Justin, got to ask you about uh, Auburn basketball and them wrapping up their Israel tour. Obviously, uh, we're not able to beat the Israel national team full of grown men, as we should note, uh, on Monday. But it was a close game. And then obviously you played the Israel, Israeli select team on Sunday and, and played incredibly well against that. What are your takeaways from, from, in particular, some of these younger guys? I mean, we know some of the known commodities on this team. But uh, any improvements for those guys, and, and specifically uh, guys like Chance Westry and Yohan Treor, and just all these young, uh, these new guys that Auburn's got, and how they look to you. Well, Janai Broom played well in all three games against anybody. Like he had nineteen and nine, four steals and three blocks against the national team, against the senior national team. Like he played just as well against grown men as he did against eighteen year olds. And like that, 
that shows something. The consistency is there from a newcomer. I thought he looked really good. I think, you know, it'll be, he, he's got the tools to be a great uh, defender, uh, and obviously he, he showed some of that. Uh, you know, Moorhead State and some of that on the tour. I'll be interested to see how he kind of continues to kind of adjust to this level. You know, obviously when they get you know tougher competition moving forward. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. You know, he might not be quite the same level of defender Walker Kessler is, but man, he's a great scorer. He's going to provide you even more as kind of an inside threat. He's got really good footwork, nice baby hook, uh, and crashes the glass very well. So, very impressed with Jani Broom. And then, like yesterday, you saw, you know, uh, Yoan Traor and, and Chance Westry and Trey Donaldson. They had their moments, but against really, really good grown men, like not as consistent as they were in the first two games. And that's going to come. Like they're 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 the true freshmen. They're you know, they're still trying to, you know, make it on this team and kind of, um, you know, plug into the system and all that. So, yeah, no, I think I think all three of those guys showed flashes. Uh, Treyar looked really, really good at times, um, especially in those first couple of games. Chance Westry looked awesome in the first two games. But step up in classification, you know, competition, things got a little tougher for them. They weren't quite as impactful. That's to be expected. They're true freshmen. I think they're going to learn from it more than anything. And then, uh, you know, on top of that, I think you have to be really impressed with what Wendell Green Jr. did at point guard uh, these, these few days um, that they were on tour together. I thought, you know, Dylan Carwell looked good at spurts. Um, Katie Johnson showed some improvement in some areas. Alan Flanagan still trying to find that consistency, but there were flashes from him as well. So really, really good tour from Auburn. A lot of learning and a lot of improvement they showed, and they'll continue to build on it for these next couple of weeks. Three games in August for Auburn basketball. Pretty awesome that that was able to take place. Again, our guest right now, Justin Ferguson, with the Auburn Observer. And uh, i got to give Ferg his credit because if you were right now to go on the Internet and try to find box scores from these games versus Israel, that's like an impossible task almost. But if you subscribe to the Auburn Observer and the observations, Ferg, I was able to find those box scores. And for that, I'm greatly appreciative. So let me give you your flowers on that. That, my friend because that was elite stuff well i have to i have to shout out marlene for that they were sending them in the email so yeah there is value in you know being local media right i would say and, and actually covering this team full time um, so yeah you know a lot of people really uh i thought were very interested in, in the observations and our podcast about uh, the basketball tour you know if football is going to take the focus here for the next couple of months we're going to continue to have a lot of basketball stuff uh, still up on the site because uh, like I wrote yesterday, I think the hype around this team is going to be really justified. Um, you know, they're going to be very different, I think, in some areas than they were last year. Replacing Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler is a huge task. I like the makeup of this team. I like their depth. I like their experience, and I really love their versatility. So they're going to go about it in a different way than it did last year. But I think Auburn's got a real contender on their hands. I can't wait. And look, I got to give some of the other local media outlets chose not to publish a box score, and Ferg did. So that's why he's great. Six dollars well, a month. Also, that's also because I'm lazy, and I can just I can just embed an image in there and say, "Here, have the whole thing." That's what you should do. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year for all the best coverage in the world. What's the next I, movie in theaters that you want to see? Okay, well, I, I, before you do that, I want to I want to make something clear. You just said you just gave the pitch for the website, right? Yeah, six dollars a month or sixty dollars a year. Let me tell you, right now, throughout fall camp, it's not sixty dollars a year. We're doing forty five dollars a year if you sign up. No um, way. Our first year, yep, twenty five percent off if you sign up at any point during fall camp. So go to the website. It's the cheapest price we've ever offered. We just want people to sign up, and because there's going to be a lot of football, and then like I said, even some more basketball stuff coming forward. So. $45 a month if you go to AuburnObserver.com. 
Uh, Outstanding. Next one you want to see in theaters. Uh, so a few of the people on the beat went and saw Bullet Train over the weekend. Uh, I could not. I was out of town. I was about to say, did they so invite I you? It's probably going to be Bullet Train, probably. Okay. Um, you know, there's there's some interesting trailers I've seen recently. I watched uh, I watched a movie uh, here not too long ago, uh, last week actually, before camp started. A movie called Vengeance, uh, which has uh, you know, it has Ryan from The Office. He wrote and directed and starred in it. Uh, pretty good. Uh, not a movie that was on my radar until I was just kind of scrolling around one day. So check it out. It's a pretty good little like kind of mystery, kind of dark comedy. Um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. But yeah, Bullet, Bullet Train is probably going to be next for me. I'm, I'm interested to see what that's like. Can't wait. Uh, I'll have to check it out as well. I'm actually uh, trying to improve my movie knowledge these days, Ferg. So there that, you go. That, you know, yeah, yeah. You just you just need to get a better cultural diet. That's what I'm trying to provide a lot of people. Yeah, and you make, certainly make them, you do that. A little more sophisticated. Hang out with Ryan more. He'll he'll, <laughs> he'll get you in the right direction. <laughs> I've been. I I want to see Bullet Train as well. For that's the next one up. Just saw Nope. Uh, I know you're not as yeah, big oh, into yeah, horror. Nope was incredible. Okay, you did watch. Okay, I thought yeah. you weren't big into horror, but we do the Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I, we did love us. Like Get Out's one of my favorite movies of the last decade. Um, yeah. That's the. That you know, that's about my limit in terms of horror. Sure. You know, it's very you know there, and there's a few scenes in, in Nope that really got me. But um, no, really good, uh, awesome, awesome, kind of almost like a Spielberg type of uh, type of horror movie, which I which I really enjoyed. I thought Nope was fantastic. Get out of here, Ferg. You've been great yeah. with your time today. We really do appreciate it. Give me the special offer one more time. Twenty five percent off. What's the offer? Yeah, forty five dollars for your first year at the Observer if you sign up anytime between now and week one of the college football season. So get in there. You don't need a special code. You don't need a special link. Just go to auburnobserver.com. When you try to subscribe, it'll give you that introductory offer. Um, and like I said, we're going to do that for the next couple of weeks. A lot of people already jump on board. If you've wanted to get a subscription or you've thought about it, this is the time to do it uh, because it's, it's the cheapest it's ever been. We got rained out last week for the Thunder Chicken, so we're going to try and go play that 1-8 and eight team as the 0-9 squad tonight and pick up that victory. Single digits. Single digits. That's our goal. That's our goal. All right, Ferg, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yep. That's Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer. A good old yep to get us out of the phone call. That's great. That's an efficient man. I like that. I love that guy. He's outstanding.